We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I feel like I haven't seen you in so long. I don't know. When was I think you just last week when we recorded. That does feel like a while ago. Why does that feel so long ago? I don't know. I just feel like so much has happened, right? A lot has happened. A, a lot, lot has ha- happened. A lot has happened with you. And that's how I measure time. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Holy Hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. Nice. We're back to not fucking up. Yeah. I was just thinking that too. <laughs> Last week was a struggle. Mm-hmm. I said my name is Amelia Sampson instead of I'm Amelia like, Sampson. who the fuck I almost is just she? said it again. <laughs> Don't know what's going on with me. Uh, back with the housekeeping. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter at the Holy Hour. Email us at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, send us your spicy stories there. Uh, subscribe on Patreon for early access and ad-free episodes and join our Discord. Cute as fuck. You're going to be sick of me saying that, but it's true. Follow me on all social media platforms at Amelia Sampson. And I am Liz Ball So Hard on Instagram and TikTok and Liz T Ball on Twitter. Woo! And then um, we are still doing, we're selling Consent is My Kink merch and donating 100% of the profits to Rain. Um, that's the whole month of April, so go check it out. And then to kick off May, we'll be launching even more brand new merch. I'm so fucking excited. Me too. Liz threw the designs on some stuff last night and sent me pictures, and I was like geeking the fuck out. I'm losing my mind. I'm, Y'all I'm just designing it. shit that I want to wear to have a hot girl summer. <laughs> I'm exclusively going to be wearing our merch all summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I got verified over the weekend on TikTok. <gasps> Woo! That's so gonna be real loud. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt you pull back on that one. Yeah, I was like, oh, I hit the microphone and I'm screaming. <laughs> yeah. Those are two bad things for recording. I don't know if you guys know this, uh, but we have a podcast and it's not good if you hit the microphone with your hands. We did not know that episode one. <laughs> Go back well, and listen. No, don't. Wait, don't. don't. <laughs> I because I don't want people to listen and think of that because I'm thinking of that. I think it's pretty obvious people that listen 
people that listen and then listen they like listen to the first episode and then skip forward they're like your quality got so much better it's like yeah we thank god we stopped using one mic and stopped hitting the table that the microphone was on we stopped recording in an echoey room and we learned what gain really does yeah you've always known because you studied this in school we also stopped blacking out so that did a lot for our quality too i think (laughs) that definitely helped not blacking out every episode yeah i think about episode three a lot we were like sprawled out on your couch i don't remember a fucking thing we talked about that was like peak summer 2020 where just like we were so chronically indoors but how we both were dealing with being chronically indoors was so different like yeah you were really going through it Uh you're having a hard time and i was just doing so many drugs (laughs) Yeah, I was drunk like 100% of the time. (laughs) (laughs) I was high on either mushrooms or weed. So this episode, beyond us just fucking around, I keep grabbing Amelia. No, I love it. Keep (laughs) Um, grabbing me. uh, We have a ton of Amelia updates. They have, they keep ending and like they've taken like a backseat to like obviously our consent is my kink stuff. And then um, the week before that, I think we already had, like, planned. Yeah. So Amelia has a shit ton of updates. I remember she was telling me them when we weren't recording, and <laughs> I was shook it. There's a lot that's happened. I know. It's really just Your been. dating life is just popping off. Uh, it's really just been in the past two weeks. A lot of activity. A lot of activity. A lot of... Some would say paranormal activity. Some may say. It's the Amelia's fucking a ghost. Of no, Matthew Mac- <laughs> Jesus. Amelia, how many times can you hit a microphone in 30-second span? Okay, we're back. So me and Squints are no more. Sad. But also... Necessary. You also had always anticipated that. Yeah. It was uh, V-necessary. Nothing but respect for that man. It was like a very like amicable, mutual conversation of just like, this got a little bit more serious than either of us wanted it to. You are bad with time management. Him, not me. I'm great with time management if I do say so myself (laughs) except I'm late to everything but that's just because I get cocky about being on time I'm like I have so much time he gets busy with something and then hyper focuses on that which is not conducive to a relationship and he recognized that and we called it quits um I would like to stay his friend not sure if that's possible we'll see um good dude but that's over and uh so there's a new a new cast of characters to introduce to the podcast (laughs) A new cast. I like that. <laughs> new cast members. What was the name that we decided for this guy? The poet. The poet. And that's for us to know why. <laughs> the poet. He's a good one. He's really afraid about me talking about him on the podcast. He didn't say not oh. to, but he's always like, I mean, that's understandable. But also, as a reminder, like in our earlier episodes, we were very explicit, but also we were trying to find our stride. So. Mm-hmm. We're just figuring it out. Yeah, right. (laughs) And we've also learned a lot, I think, and grown as like not really journalists because we're not doing any (laughs) any hardcore journalism over here. But we are providing a level of like curiosity and questioning and research and also joking around about sex. So yeah, we're not talking so much shit anymore. But yeah, so the poet, him and I, um, we... I would like to throw in a disclaimer. If you're like new to this, it sounds like I'm jumping. I'm homie hopping. I'm like just jumping from dude to dude. I'm just dating a bunch of people now. It was just me and Squints before. Like I was just dating Squints exclusively. So um, now I'm now I'm not. And I'm going back to my hoe phase. Is that the right? 
I'm getting my wiggles out. No, I don't, I'm getting your wiggles out. Yeah. I like that. I don't feel like this is a hoe phase. I I feel like you already had your hoe phase. I think so too. I feel like now is just a normal dating phase. It's I'm dating my my best friend Katie that I've talked about on here asked me what I am taking away from that relationship with Squint. Good question. Yeah. She's like, what did you learn? And I was like, I'm realizing that I I am ready to start dating more intentionally. Like, oh. things that I don't... Because I when I started dating Squints, I was dating intentionally. Because, like, he's such a... He's a good dude. And I was like, this is somebody I could, like, spend a lot of time with. But there were things that were, like, very obviously not going to be long-term. Both of us knew that. But we still dated for, like, a year. <laughs> um, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, I... I really want to date people that I enjoy being around. Well, and you two never really had like an exclusivity conversation. No, it was just kind of assumed. Yeah. Which is, like kind of messy. You kind of got there too, like in your own time. Yeah. And then it also like you met him or I know you knew him previously a little yeah. bit, but you, your paths didn't cross until you were dating a bunch of people. Right. Right. So it became intentional as you were moving along. Yeah. It was fun to have just like one person. And that was something that I learned. I didn't think that I was going to be like a one person gal until squints because it was like, oh, it's just nice to have like a companion. You know, that's mm-hmm. something that I've always wanted. And I think that I had to like r- be reminded of that. And so now I'm like trying to date people that I can see a future with. Not like maybe not marriage. I, I won't know that. But like somebody that I can see myself spending time like a lot of time with and not getting like bored of or like annoyed with or like seeing past things that like are like red flags to me just because like I want somebody you know I'm like done with that so me and the poet actually met on TikTok (laughs) he followed me that's your new personal dating app yeah it's a good it's a good way I'm trying to there's been like five or six now from TikTok like not people that I've like had sex with it's been a fruitful um fruitful experience for me tiktok dating on tiktok has been um but so the poet lived in la and now he um lives in seattle so we finally hung out and our first date was so much fucking fun it was just like so comfortable and easy and like he's just like he's so funny and he kept saying like I know you're not supposed to say this on a date, but like I'm having a lot of fun or like I really like you. And I feel like that's not a cool thing to say on a date, but like I really like you. Like he was just giving me a lot of affirmations that like Squints knows this. Like a big pain point with Squints was that he never said like he never complimented me on anything. Like he never told me that he liked me. Like if he complimented me on anything, it was like in like a jokey tone. So that's another thing that I'm taking away from that relationship is like I'm realizing what I didn't realize was important to me until like this point in my life. So it's been fun like dating the poet and it being so like kind of like carefree and easy and mm-hmm. like I don't know. It's just it feels very like effortless, which is really fun. I'm having yeah. a lot of fun with them. The sex is good. We had sex. Nice. Did I tell you that? Um you started to. We and then yeah. I think you started to save it. Oh, for the for this we um yeah the first time we tried it was unsuccessful. I think there was too much alcohol involved. The second time, wait, you did tell me that first time. You didn't tell me about the second time. Yeah, we had we had sex on Sunday. Nice. Was he over on Sunday? That was Saturday. yesterday. Saturday. I'm, okay, yeah, I haven't heard about this yet. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. 
It was really good. It was like, he's just very, we just communicate really well. You know? Well, I was going to say like something that comes naturally to him was a pain point for someone else that you were dating. Yeah. So I think that also just like that reflects something I've always believed, which is just that everyone has different needs mm-hmm. and your needs are going to be different than the person that squints ends up with. Exactly. That's the thing. Is like, You'll end up with someone who can meet your needs because we all have different needs and we all have different strengths. I think that's something that's and the comedian was the same way. Like, I would write letters of recommendation for, like, whoever they date in the future. You know what I mean? Like, they, I have nothing bad to say about Squints at all. Like, mm-hmm. he just wasn't a good match for me. What if we did give letters of recommendation to men? Like, I'm sorry. I'm not dating you unless you have a, a letter of recommendation yeah, from a, need a previous ex. Three referrals. You need to ask the people you're dating for a letter of recommendation. <laughs> and you need to ask future landlords for a letter of recommendation yeah. for why you should be their tenant because you're the one giving them money damn they should they should give you a this is a good a idea recommendation this feels like a better there's a new app coming out do you remember lulu mm-hmm. there's a new app coming out that's like rate your ex and it's that's like that's basically. what lulu so lulu from what i remember came out when we were in college mm-hmm. i think it was my senior year so you were probably sophomore or junior um yeah, and fun. you could like rate I think they had the guys had to have a Facebook account or something because the app would like find them on Facebook and you would rate the guys on like their I think their looks and like Mm -hmm. their dick which is all of this is fucked up yeah like if the sex was good and stuff like that yeah and then you could leave comments Mm -hmm. so you could write about whatever and then they took that part out. They're like, this is problematic. So they took that part out. And then they, you were like, you could only use like certain keywords. Yes. Remember? Like yep. pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Like tag them. Yeah. And, and overall, the concept is fucked up. Super fucked. Uh, you shouldn't be rating any person. No. And it's like that leaves so much room for like people that are like, you know, upset that you broke up with them. But like, mm-hmm. that's it. To just like completely fuck over your chances for dating in the future. And like. That blows. What about stalkers? Like yeah making fake profiles and things like that and that i don't know i used to look my ex up on that all the time when we were dating because i knew he was cheating on me he was and so i was always like looking his name up on lulu (laughs) never found anything um you should have left a review i should have as another girl i should have cheated on his girlfriend with me and his dick wasn't even nice (laughs) and then show it to him gotcha bitch (laughs) this says your pee-pee's bad (laughs) so uh but yeah now this rate rate your ex thing is coming out i don't i know nothing about it it's like in beta right now but um that's not a good it sounds idea. like a really bad idea yeah. i feel like we're going back in time i know half the time totally i'm just like there's too many people with too many bad ideas and access to the internet we are living in an uh an alternate reality now as of 2020 so I, it's like community this is just the worst timeline in <laughs> some ways yeah personally damn. great timeline uh yeah. terms of societally awful politically awful t- it's just terrible we did start the podcast during this new timeline though that's pretty dope that's fair mm-hmm. we did do that we did um so yeah the poet's a new name you're gonna be hearing i love this for us i'm really excited Unless i'm a big my fan heart. i'm I a big fan the good thing about us talking about this now is i've i have a new rule y'all and i should probably fucking tell you <laughs> That I have a new rule for myself where I will not bring up a guy until I go on three dates with him. So does this mark you've been on three dates? We've been on four now. 
Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Saturday was our fourth. Um, You're going on a date tomorrow. With, I am. With who? With, I'm breaking my rule now. Oh, sorry. Um, no, well, it's okay. No, we can. Yeah, but that's okay. This is, you never know. This is somebody that's probably going to be in my life. He doesn't give a nickname. Life. No, he's, he is he's just roommates. He's roommates with um two of my best friends from growing up. And okay. I happen to match with him on Hinge. Um, I'm sure I'll have a lot of really fun nicknames for him because if he sticks around, if we go on three dates, he'll have a cool nickname because he, he does a lot of really cool shit. Okay. Um, Let's hope he makes it. Oh, he's a I like that. Man. I like that there's a three date threat. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Threshold. Okay, so you want to give an update about Mr. Liz? Oh, yeah. Well, because there's not a lot to talk about. And certain things I like to keep just between us. Because it's totally. not just my relationship. It's our relationship. And, like, I he doesn't listen to the podcast anymore. So I don't think he would necessarily care mm-hmm. what we're talking about. But I had texted him. So I haven't been able to have sex, obviously, because of the surgery I had and I see my doctor tomorrow morning to get the all clear to use like tampons and stuff and have sex so hell yeah stoked for that finally stopped bleeding um today thank god for that good mazel (laughs) anyways uh as you could imagine not being able to have sex is has made me very horny (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I believe it. But I, so I keep having sex dreams about Mr. Liz and, but they're more about like pleasing him. So I told him that. And then I was like, I would like to be able to like make a move, but we, I, cause I had mentioned this to you too, but like we plan when we have sex Mm -hmm. and that works for both of us. It just is, it's easier for both of us to do it like that. Um, rather than like, not have this kind of like clear communication or idea of when we're gonna have sex or if because no one wants to get turned down especially me i'm sensitive and delicate this is always uncomfy yeah and just 
in my experience, I am not used to being the person who's not in control mm-hmm. of like a sexual dynamic. I wouldn't say he is either. In I've just never been a, in a situation like this where like, you know, I'm on SSRIs, just kind of having to mitigate when we don't want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's easier to just plan it because then you're in that headspace. Right. To work around. So, yeah. Maybe it's a little less exciting than spontaneous, like the spontaneity of like, oh, we were just in the mood and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I think it's inevitable, though. I mean, like for relationships to like take on a different, like the sex lives of, in relationships to take on a new life, yeah. a new lease on life. Yeah. And honestly, I think in any relationship, the biggest thing that you're going to have to come to terms with is like, you're going to change. You're going to change as people and you're going to change as a couple. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Anyways. So true. Uh, Grow together. While I was texting him, I was like, I just kind of feel like I, I want to be able to make a move, but I don't know if you'd even want me to. And like, I just don't feel confident doing that. And I don't know. that I just wanted to share that thought with him. And then he was like, I thought he was going to be like, I'm sorry, or just tell me some excuse or whatever. Because that's the kind of thing I'm used to hearing from men and never from him yeah so it's always it's surprising every time (laughs) every time he is amazing i'm like holy shit (laughs) what this is wild (laughs) um he'll always respond with like an unexpected answer and he's like well i was thinking it'd be really fun if we had like a sexy weekend away and um you could just initiate whatever you want whenever you want and i was like Oh, it was like a cartoon, like, oh, like, oh my like God, my eyes fell out of my head. My tongue rolled across the floor. But I just was like, that's so innovative and th- like also like that. thoughtful. Yeah, it's just fun. It's like I love that we were able to talk about this and he like came back with just like a really great solution. Hell yeah. Because it's a way to feel empowered but not have to – because I'm a bottom. I don't want this responsibility all of the time. So I was just about to say, it's very switchy. <laughs> it is. It I is, like that. Which is not very common for us. No. For our dynamics. But like, I'm so. interested to hear how it goes, though. Like, if you, yeah. like, like, like being, being a, little, a top a little bit. Mm-hmm. kind of love that. Or, like, a power bottom. Power bottom. That's a better way to put it. That I'd is rather what it be is. a power bottom than, like, a switch, I think. <laughs> heard i don't know just the more the more bottomy i get to be the more i just would rather be there <laughs> yeah i feel that i, I feel that nice i love the idea of a power bottom it's like a, it's a happy medium mm-hmm. 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 maybe that's kind of what a switch is i don't know maybe tune in yeah tune in to find out if you know when you're doing that yet <laughs> oh no i'm hoping it'll probably be somewhat soon i thought that would just be a fun little like update about my actual relationship because yeah i don't talk about it as much i just i really love that you and mr liz like how you guys talk and communicate with each other is like undoing or working at undoing like all of these years of people making you afraid to bring things to them Mm -hmm. because like every time you bring anything to him every single time at least that i've heard of You've no, been like, I feel so much better. It's literally been every time, every single time. So I, that actually reminds me, I either read or heard something recently that was like, the perfect relationship isn't being with someone who doesn't trigger you at all. It's being with someone who you can be triggered by or around and it's safe. 
So yes, I think this is a perfect example is like a lot of things trigger me and it's not things that are specific to him or what he's doing or how he treats me. It's just like an experience reminds me of a past experience. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of situations will trigger me, especially at the beginning of our relationship and just talking to him about it is so easy. And then, I mean, I still get nervous, but of course. He, it's not gonna be like an overnight thing he literally surprises me every time with how he responds mm-hmm. you are chipping away at like all of the years of like dating like shitty dudes mm-hmm. really because like i don't know there's nobody is just like i mean maybe some people are but like more often than not people are afraid of confrontation because somebody made them that way yeah so like I don't know practice it's it's a it's a practice thing like practice makes perfect on communication and like every time you guys work through something difficult it just makes it easier to bring something up the next time you know that's dope it's It's been cool to watch you like not have to like get pepped up to like or like hyped up to have a conversation you'll just be like this is bugging me and then you're like oh we talked I'm good now I'm like (laughs) That was like 10 seconds between texts. <laughs> you don't need me at all anymore. I just told him. <laughs> just, just, yep. I've been watching a, the show Dollface. I haven't seen it. It's on Hulu. I highly recommend it. But I like that it. they're women who have great friendships with each other. And they also like represent just kind of this anxiety spirals that we put ourselves in. And they temper each other with logic and patience and like. And then they're just, they're like, I'm sorry that I made you feel like this. It's because of X, Y, Z. And let's just like talk about it and be friends. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I love seeing like this kind of representation of friendship. Yeah. Because that's how I feel like my friendships are. Totally. Yeah. Especially like female friendships, because I feel like Mm -hmm. more often than not, like in media and also just like how people talk about female friendships is like, they're so catty. Like everyone's talking shit about each other. Like men just like punch it out and then they're fine. And like women have to like be passive aggressive. I know. It's like, (laughs) anyway, um, we could save that for another episode. Yeah. I have a lot of things to say about that. We have some, listener emails we want to read one of them will be more of a discussion and the other is like gonna be our sex fact of the week because it's really cool and exciting it's it's exciting and it's cool and we're stoked to share it so i'm not gonna read the subject line of this one because it'll give away the story and also this is our first time reading it just had such an interesting subject line Hey, Amelia and Liz. I just wanted to say how much I love the pod and both of you ladies. I love listening and feel like I'm right there with you both. It's opened up conversations with my own friends too. Recently, I was talking to one of my girlfriends about dumb and awkward sex stories we have, and I remembered this doozy. Fresh off a breakup, I was going through a bit of a phase where I didn't really know what I wanted out of dating. While I probably just needed some casual fun, good old Catholic guilt played into being wary of casual hookups. I was on the usual apps for a time, but had little experience with hookups or anything of the sort. I saw one guy pop up and thought he was cute. I did some digging. He was a cop, and had a cat, and was into some of the same same nerdy stuff i was into i figured it'd be worth a shot and liked him he matched back and i made some dumb cop joke to start off the conversation we hit it off and decided to meet up at starbucks and probably make our way to his place to hook up as long as i felt comfortable our text combos got pretty detailed and raunchy fairly quickly over a few days he mentioned being into rough sex which 
I was totally fine with, and he especially mentioned that he could get very animalistic and vocal, to which I thought, sure, sounds fun and exciting. Oh, God. (laughs) Coffee went fine, and we ended up going to his place. He initially showed off all his police gear, including his gun, which now I feel really weird about, (laughs) but glazed over at the time. Good Lord. (laughs) Oh, man. I was honestly super nervous and freaking out because I'd never really had just a hookup before. I didn't really know what to do once we were on the couch, but I went in for a kiss and we started making out right away. So he starts going down on me and he's getting very into it, which is totally working for me. And I was really starting to get somewhere. Suddenly, though, things got weird. He starts rubbing his entire face all over my lady bits, acting like it's a goddamn pie eating contest. Oh, no. Full on bulldog eating a roast beef sandwich. (laughs) Oh, no. She's really painting a picture for us. He's getting more and more vocal, especially when I put my hand in his hair and try to pull back to guide him a little better. Oh, God bless your heart. <laughs> All been there. Yeah. You're like, nope, the clit is yeah. just this way, buddy. a millimeter to the left. <laughs> I assume he thought he was doing the right thing and was trying to show his animalistic side to me. And then it started. The pie-eating contest turned into grunting. And then he puts his lips right over the entrance of my vagina and straight up growls while shaking his head side to side over my lips i had no idea what the fuck was going on he did it two or three more times and then pulls up to look at me he goes wow it's taking a long time for you to come i guess i'm into it though so i'm going to keep going (laughs) in some weird low-pitched growl voice imagining like i'm the devil (laughs) (laughs) i'm batman taking a long time for you to come <laughs> i'm going to keep going <laughs> i didn't even know what to do he went back down below and kept randomly growling and smushing his whole face into my crotch i don't know what happened how it happened but i did eventually finish maybe 15 minutes later <laughs> that is a scenario i'd fake an orgasm yeah we ended up then having god-awful frenzied doggy style rough sex because i felt guilty i came but he didn't (laughs) he seemed thrilled with the encounter and said we should do it again i basically squeaked a yeah sure and then got the heck out he ended up completely ghosting me the next day anyway and i felt super gross about the whole encounter luckily i got over the guilt pretty quickly and now it's just a very awkward sex encounter I can joke about. He sent a few hey stranger texts after a few months went by, which I promptly ignored. Again, thank you so much for this pod and the community you've grown. I can't wait to see where this all takes you. Oh my god! (laughs) What the The, fuck? Yeah, this was amazing. This fully delivered. I'm just imagining like hooking up with someone and then they start basically doing like ape grunts i i just want to know when when he has gotten the permission to do this in the past like when he's gotten like the the um you know there have been times where i have been hooking up with men and i've been mad at whoever introduced them to 
their kink because oh, uh, yeah. now i'm like dealing with the consequences and i didn't know how to say no because i was 21 <laughs> that's so fucking true but and also the hilarious. ghosting the next day maybe he was used to women ghosting him <laughs> so he was like i'm gonna he grunts into their vagina can't ghost me if i ghost you yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i mean she did get off so i know see i was just saying i was like i would have faked an orgasm but like good for you for like getting yours because you had to get something out of the situation and i'm glad it's you like, got an orgasm out I, of it at some yeah it's like at what point are you like i'm gonna cut my losses here you know i just i'm so i feel like the first time i hook up with someone i'm perfectly content with not orgasming i'm like (laughs) me too we'll suss it out we'll see if you deserve it me too but then like there's something about like being around a dude that like i can't fucking stand where i'm like i better fucking come you know (laughs) which is why i'm sick like um, i also think you can come easier than i can yeah, I, I do – a lot of the time I have an easy time. But, like, with, like, um fake Dom, mm. I was like, you're going to make me come. And when I told him that he didn't make me come <laughs> – Like, I am so dry because of you. I just had to listen to 30 minutes of your stand-up routine. I was routine. thinking about that recently. God, that guy was the fucking worst. Um, but, yeah, uh, I was like, I didn't come. And he was like, oh, sorry. Sorry? Uh-uh. So, I mean, the fact that, like, the um, – the growling cop was like well it's taking you a long time guess i'm gonna have to keep going that gets you a couple of points i'm afraid you're still the negative i'm afraid of what this man does yeah in general yeah like i am not surprised in the least that this person's career is a police officer wow i just it does take a certain personality the fact that he was like look at all my cop gear and my gun like that is so fucking strange (laughs) i would get the fuck out of there you really you got you got a ticket into heaven for putting through putting yourself through this whole scenario Mm -hmm. and with grace at the end of the day maybe he's a nice guy maybe he's a nice guy well like what none of this sounds particularly great like no like the you know first date he's just gonna be like here's my gun He's just like motorboated her her vagina. Like a bulldog with a roast beef sandwich. Is that, that what you was, said? Yeah. Good lord. I yeah. love that descriptor because it's a little upsetting but also really funny. There have been. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> a, do- a bulldog just like. <laughs> I wish we had this bird on video. I know. Me too. I'm so fucking sad. Y'all, you guys aren't getting a video this week because my camera died and my phone's full. And that's just too much technology to figure out right now. And also, this is going to be a fucking nightmare episode for you to yeah. edit. So the video would be a fucking nightmare to edit. Anyway, so sorry. <laughs> I wish y'all could see what we were doing right now. We're getting so into this story. Um, I love that he's like, wow, it's taking you a long time to come, I guess. <laughs> After just like blinding you with this. Just like yelling. abnormal behavior. Like like yowling into your pussy can you imagine that why why isn't this working just like just like (laughs) ah la 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 is this thing on (laughs) like yell (laughs) yelling into it like um when you have like a a paper towel roll yeah (laughs) (laughs) hello down there why haven't you come yet (laughs) and what's even animalistic about i don't know any animal that does this to each other yeah no 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 animal does that that we're aware of at least no i'm trying to think 
No. Just yelling into each other's vaginas? I can get pretty animalistic. <laughs> like, what no, animal? That's not animalistic. It's just like, uh, what's the right word? Scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like um archaic i would say like it's a it's a clear like, <laughs> <laughs> vagina <laughs> i'm pa- i'm pounding my chest it's it's a clear lack of um sex education yeah what is and what is yelling also, you know what if that's your kink, that's totally fine. But you need like more of an introduction than just like I like rough sex and it's animalistic. And those are two; those are not descriptive enough for like what you're actually into. Because you got to make sure that people are on board with that. Because this girl just walked away with kind of like an embarrassing, yeah. And it, you know, if it were a different person, potentially traumatizing story. <laughs> it's also not going to make you come. No, I want to know where he learned that. <laughs> I haven't seen a porn. Oh, yeah. Yelling into a vagina is not going to make you come. Ma! I think we're ready for our sex fact of the week. Yeah. Our sex fact of the week email that we got from um, someone that's written in in the past that gave himself the name Sad Boy. He has a fun little update for us. Hi, Amelia and Liz. This is Sad Boy again. There has been a major development with my wife and I, and I thought I'd say something for all the listeners. When last we left it, my wife and I had never had sex where I reached an orgasm. We have been working on that in a slow and steady process, but there is another complication that I didn't disclose before. My wife has vaginismus, which means that her muscles do not relax during sex and it is incredibly painful. We've never had any form of deep penetrative sex, but I don't attribute any of that to my own issue. However, a development has taken place. My wife and I have just discovered that she is pregnant. Bow, bow, bow. This is your sex fact of the week, which is that male orgasm is not necessary for a potential pregnancy. Pre-cum, the lubrication that comes from a penis while aroused, has sperm in it, and that can still do the job. So I suppose we can say that this is a reason to wear a condom at all times if you're worried about pregnancy, but also how incredible fertility and the female body can be. Thanks for everything. We both love you so much, and now you can be grandmothers since we are your children. (laughs) Thanks, dad boy, formerly sad boy. So cute. I love this. I actually have things to say about this. First of all, congratulations. That's so fucking exciting. So to speak, fucking exciting. Ayo. Um, Gout dads. Gout dads. That was a callback. <laughs> wow. That was good. That's a good callback. It's been a while. Um, I, when I was young, grr, I was always afraid of getting pregnant from pre-cum. From just We've dry all humping. heard the stories. Oh, from dry yep, humping. It was That's the dry hump different. pregnancy. It's a lot different. It's a lot different. We did name a episode that. But I did learn that there, a dry hump pregnancy. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, but I did learn that there is there is there is sperm in pre-cum. A lot. There there is less of a chance if you pee before sex. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Because um, that clears the passageway. Clears, clears out the clears out the hallway. Yeah. Um, clears out the hallway. And then uh, if you have like recently came if you are having sex you can there's a lot of there could be a lot of sperm in the pre-cum if you've recently had sex Mm -hmm. so that fueled a lot of my anxiety around getting pregnant through my genes when i was dating a mormon you had a lot of men lie to you about everything girls especially (laughs) how you get pregnant sperm Sperm burger burger. (laughs) that's also a callback 
<laughs> wow. Wow. This is a cute little full, full circle episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say that I appreciate that these listeners know that I wanted to skip the part where I'm a mom and I'm just a grandma. I don't know if yeah. I vocalized that on the podcast, but... Liz, we're grandmas. We're grandmas. We did it. What, what grandma name do you want to go by? Grammy. I'm going to be... Should I be Nana? Yeah. Okay. Grammy and Nana. That's us. We love you, our grandchildren. <laughs> we love you, our... <laughs> Should we sing grandchildren this one? Yeah, hell yeah. All right, ready? Okay. Well, thanks for listening. We love you, our grandchildren. (laughs) Nice. I feel good about the notes we hit.